Hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 214. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest, Brittany of Design Squeeze. No, not Brittany of Finding Arizona podcast, my lovely wife. No, this is another Brittany who's coming through our doors who actually helped us design our wedding invites. So we're so excited to have her on board, and this is going to be a fun one for us. She is going to talk about how she became a mother, how she started her business, and how she enjoys graphic design. Uh, thank you so much for Brittany for coming in and just explaining everything to us about how it takes to get from point A to point B, how life is going when you completely change from doing corporate work to all be- all of a sudden becoming this freelance person that you enjoy your life a little bit more. You're enjoying, you know, all the, all the struggle, all the ups and all the downs. So Brittany has so much to give to us on top of which this is something for her beautiful daughter. So we hope you all enjoy. Uh, This actually leads me into our business. You can hear every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com, on top of which you can sign up for our newsletter and check out our blog. The newsletter will tell you what's going on for the week. You know, we let you know upcoming events, people that are close and personal to us that have businesses will share their stuff on top of which what's going on officially with our podcast. The blog is a little bit more of the personal side. Brittany and I do incredible things together and we want to share that with you. So up now is five favorite things of the month. Every month we post what we're what we're seeing, what we're into, what we're, you know, trying out. So that's a way for you guys to get closer to us. Next up, if you have merchandise, it is the holiday season if you like merchandise you want to get a logo shirt anything you can always check that out under our store last but not least we do have a bonus content that is available to you guys under patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there you can sign up for a tier we will make all of the necessary adjustments for you and then you can enjoy every uh the fruits of your labor that being said there is a fine examination of bonus content uh, 50 questions rapid fire style uh, every guest who come through our doors has to go through the test and then uh, yeah you'll get that bonus content every week uh, so sign up for that last but not least we always enjoy support guys so if you're listening to this on any kind of listening device like and subscribe because it's not just for us it's people like Brittany people like our last couple of guests Abel um, some of the most incredible people out there throughout the valley it is for them it is getting them to the top of the charts so let's work together let's do this I'm so excited for the holiday season a lot is about to go down we have something very special planned and we're very excited because it's the holiday spirit. So we're trying to encourage that by including a couple of holiday favorites, some of our favorite guests. So look out for that. I hope that you guys will enjoy that. And on top of which, we are going to be over at Phoenix Flea. We haven't decided on if it's going to just be a bonus content um, episode or if we're going to put it out as a week's episode. So just stay tuned for that. We will be recording live from Phoenix Flea and you can catch the live feed on our Instagram and Facebook. So we are excited that you guys are listening now um, on top of which we have now coming up is our community corkboard so if you'd like to send us an invite to anything please send it over to finding arizona podcast at gmail.com and we will set up a shout out for you like the following glendale glitters yes glendale glitters is coming back uh november 29th and 30th so that's this weekend from 5 p.m to 10 p.m over at the glendale parks and recreational center in um I think it's historic in downtown Glendale. 
there will be 1.6 million lights up so go out and enjoy take your kids it is i believe it's free for every person admission is free and then there are parking shuttles so take a look go online check it out and enjoy yourself next up the eighth annual phoenix festival of arts i always enjoy this one because i'm actually working down the street from here so i always pop my head over whenever i can that is going to be taking place december 13th 14th and 15th that is going to be cool and fun because every year there's someone who always does an outstanding job who stands out above the rest but it's always cool to meet local people who are working hard on their crafts and meeting these people are so much fun there there's all kinds of characters so i encourage you guys to go check it out uh the weekend of the 13th it's going to take place from 12 p.m to 5 p.m and that is 1202 north third street phoenix arizona now last but not least is something that we're very excited about because it happens every year. That is Tempe Festival of the Arts. That is Friday, December 6th. And uh, all, between Friday, December 6th through the 8th, I believe. And then you can go check that out. It starts out at 10 a.m. and it goes on all day. So that's uh, they block off the main street of downtown Tempe. And they always, always so much going on. So many people check it out. So go out and check it while you have the chance. That is the end of our community corkboard and the end of this intro we want to say thank you to everyone for listening this is episode 214 with Brittany of design squeeze catch you on the next one what is it you do and why do you do it here at finding arizona podcast we love to showcase that and so do our friends at every impression counts they offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea such as websites social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out the, what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Get you going and she can come, you can go home to your daughter and just <laughs> oh, have, she'll yeah, she'll be long asleep, <laughs> but it's always good to yeah. see them while they're taking a little nap, oh, a little yeah. snooze. Yeah. Um, so welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining us here at Finding Arizona Podcast. I am your host, Jose. Every week we bring in someone very special and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have in the designer of our wedding, uh, wedding, what, uh, invitations, <laughs> also the, the layout, like basically everything that we did to do the, um, uh, the cards and all of the stenciling and everything that goes along with it. We are going through you and your name is Brittany. Welcome, Brittany. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I was a long way of going around it, but please let everyone know what you are here doing today. What's your business name? Sure. Yeah. So hi, everyone. I'm Brittany Abney. I run Design Squeeze. It's Yay. a graphic design studio. So I offer graphic design services and I also specialize in custom wedding invitations. Yes, you do. watercolor <laughs> calligraphy. And uh, so, I mean, again, you do a a lot of um, really graphic and design oriented pieces. And I, I thoroughly 
like when I met you, I was really impressed by some of the pieces that you've already done, like your website and everything like that. And so, you know, when Brittany came to me with someone that she felt like was the way that she would want someone to like design their cards. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's see it. And so I was totally on board. And then the fact that you met us over at uh, copper star made it that much easier to say yes. So, you know, you guys were great. I knew you were going to be great. Oh, thank you. Uh, Can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how you wound up, you know, designing cards and designing all of these graphic pieces? Sure. So, um, Gosh, my background, originally I went to school for interior design, Okay. Um, which was a lot of fun, had a great time. Unfortunately, when I graduated, it was probably 2009, 2010, Got it. just wasn't the best time. <laughs> I was the same boat. I yeah. was jumping in as the, as it was 2008. Yeah. And then when I left, it was still kind of, it was still just like two years later. And I was like, wow, like I still yeah. not a lot of jobs available. Yeah, it was pretty rough. And so I was waiting tables at the time and I thought. Well, I can either wait tables and something eventually will come along Mm -hmm. or I can maybe do something that will help set me apart from other applicants. And our very last project when I was in school, we had to design. It was like a semester long project. Yeah. And I did a restaurant. And at the very end of it was this extra credit. And it was like, um, you have to design like a piece of paper collateral for your space. So if you're doing a restaurant, you can design the menu. Menu, okay. It was just like for extra credit. It was just for fun. So I did that and I had so much fun with that part of the project that it it kind of stuck with me. And so when I was thinking like, what can I do to set myself apart? Maybe I can get some graphic design experience. That was really fun. And then maybe that will help me. Um, So I ended up just going to community college to take some courses in graphic design um, with the intention of just getting, you know, seeing what could happen and ended up finishing, got my associates, fell in love with it, realized like this is going to be... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like a lot more suited to my personality sure. and, and just like something that I can do easier than than the interior design um, track. And so I never looked back, ended up getting into graphic design before I left school. I got mm-hmm. a job through a friend at a print and marketing shop in Scottsdale Yeah, and was working there um, pretty soon after I started. So I was just out of school, didn't have a lot of experience, had even less confidence, like didn't yeah. know what I was doing. Absolutely. Um, was just there to kind of get get my feet in the water and, and see what sure. what the whole graphic design world was about. And pretty soon after, two of the designers ended up moving on to other opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself going from like very little responsibility to kind of all of like it. taking <laughs> yeah. over. And so they were interviewing and I was like, oh, they're going to replace them. They're going to replace them. This is just part like super temporary. Yeah. Um, they never actually ended up replacing them. So it, it was just like I was drowning for a while and then suddenly I just wasn't. It was like I just sort of had to kind yeah. of, you know, Get make it. it till you make it kind yeah. of thing. And and so I came out the other side and ended up working there for the next five years. Um, but it was during that period where I was really overwhelmed and felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm so stressed out all the time. And that was really where Design Squeeze was born was I want to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to have a creative outlet. And so I started it as a blog, which is kind of a joke. It's not a blog at all anymore. <laughs> like I'm a terrible blogger, but that's really how it came to be. And then the whole wedding invitation side just kind of started with a friend saying, hey, do you want to design my wedding invitations? Yeah. And me saying, yeah. And nice. just really enjoying the process so much that I thought I'm going to do this. 
Yeah, again absolutely. and again and again. For sure. Yeah. So you had mentioned that you were right there on the on the cusp of like, you know, 2008 and the market turning and you were doing all of this, um, you know, all of this other stuff that wasn't what you were trying to reach for. Can you give us a little insight on on that first couple of months while you were working at that new place and, you know, what things were the hardest for you to transition into something that you knew that you were loving already in school, but you know, you just really didn't have the professional route under your belt yet. Yeah. So when I started there, it was, I I kind of liken it more to like an internship. Like I was part-time. I didn't have a desk or a computer. I was kind of off to the side. I had to bring my own laptop. Like I sat at like the break room table, which became a joke later on. Yeah. They're like, remember when you didn't even have a desk here? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you just sit right over there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I would just kind of, I'm I'm a very shy person. I'm yeah. a very quiet person. And so I would just kind of sit at this table, work on, like, these little scrap jobs that they gave me and didn't really think much of it. And then it really was when those other designers left that they were like, hey, we need you to step mm-hmm. in. And that was where I was so terrified but looking back on it like i'm so grateful it was the best thing that ever happened to me trial by fire exactly and that's like my personality is like i kind of like i tend to play it safe a lot of the time and so being forced to kind of put put myself in a risky situation was the best thing Good. Yeah, like I, like I came that. out the other side so much stronger for it, and I'm so grateful. And it says a lot about you as an individual, too, because like you said, most introverts would probably crumble under the pressure and yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't stand up to the task, but you were someone who did. And I think that this says a lot about not only you as an individual, but you as the, the talent, too, because, yeah. you know, it takes someone who has the fortitude to at least be able to say, hey, I may not be able to succeed or be successful these first, you know, because it's my first go around, but I'm going to get right. it. I'm going to get it sooner or later. And, you know, that's that says a lot about you. And now now that you have your business and now you have, you know, this major responsibility on your shoulders, I want to know for you, how do you keep that level headedness? How do you keep yourself Oh yeah. man, I'm sure my Calm. husband's gonna listen to this and be cracking up like <laughs> level headed. <laughs> well, it does seem like you have your your things together. Thank you know, you. when we yeah. met you, it's just it was pretty easy going for us, and we're not very. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't perceive us as like divas or anything. Like we're we're very task oriented. <laughs> we just really enjoy a simple, very you know, but also a hands-on approach too yeah yeah definitely I'm just (laughs) laughing because it was like during that period when I was so stressed out like I was like holding my own and getting the work done but I was also crying on my way home (laughs) well the pregnancy also probably didn't help that was years later oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) but yes (laughs) but yeah um now it's I'm sort of in this transition period because I did have a daughter recently yeah um, she's almost six months and I decided to go full time when I had her. And so up until that point, I was still at my nine to five job and then kind of doing design squeeze on the side. And so just this past six months has been like my whole life has changed completely. Yeah, And so I am still trying to figure it out. And and there is a lot of um, 
unknown still of, Mm -hmm. you know, how is this going to work? Because every day my daughter changes. And so some days she's like, oh, great, I'm going to sleep and let you get all this work done. And then the next day she's like, nope. Attention. Yeah, we're not. We're not not doing that today. (laughs) And so that was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so just kind of the we're figuring it out as we go. Absolutely. What were some of the pros and cons for you to kind of make this decision about, you know, going full time with your daughter? Um, yeah, I thought about it a lot. I knew that I wanted to work for myself eventually. And I knew that having kids, I wanted to be able to spend a lot of time with them. That was something that was important to me. Yeah. And that was something that I liked about graphic design was I knew that down the road, it was something that I could do freelance. Awesome. And so when I got pregnant, it just seemed like the natural time to say, okay, we're having all these changes, make this another change as well. Looking back, I wish that I had done it a year earlier. Huh, okay. Because yeah. having a baby is nothing like I thought it would be. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be, I don't know what I thought, but I just thought it would be like, oh, she'll just like play by my <laughs> desk and I'll just be able to work and we'll have this like great creative work life going. And People say the same thing about, <laughs> I've seen someone say the same thing about a dog and I was like, wait, no, the dog <laughs> has its own personality and is not just going to sit at your desk. Exactly. I, that's apparently what I thought a baby would do. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's a reality check every day, but I'm just thinking, had I done it a year before and I had, I really like devoted every day to my business like I could have grown so much Mm -hmm. but at the same time like I don't regret it you know everything happens the way it happens and I'm doing it now and yeah yeah I I also feel like this is a time for inspiration as you as you kind of develop and and grow as not only an individual but as a mother as well yeah you start to get I feel like those are the moments when you're inspired the most is with your firstborn and also with your child being at that infantile age you start to um, reassess and relook at things in a new light because you have to teach this newborn, this individual, yeah. how to be, you know, a person, a, civ- a civilian, yeah. and, and civil and things like that. So there's definitely a kind of a, a, a change in the brain where you have to kind of flick it on for your parent mode, but you also get to see things in a new light. And I think yeah. that's a good opportunity. Yeah, and I I keep telling myself that like this is something that I want her to see. Like I want her to yeah. grow up seeing like oh. My mom made something of herself on her own, and mm-hmm. I don't have to go and just sit in a cubicle, mm-hmm. unless that's what she wants to do. Yeah. But, you know, if she wants, if she has dreams, I want her to be able to kind of have a role model to say, like, I can I can do things on my own terms. Yeah. So that's important to me. It also gives her an, uh, the availability of, like, seeing you create, just period. And yeah. Being able to be inspired by just that, like, having zero and nothing on a piece of paper and then transforming it into this beautiful piece of art. Like that's, that's, I think to me, that's the most, you know, greatest gift you can give your child is showing them that creativity can take you places. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's going to have a very creative childhood. She (laughs) doesn't know it yet, but I think creativity is one of the most like underrated resources that Mm -hmm. we have. Like it's so important to me and, and I wish that it was, more important to the world as yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, I want to know now, as you've started to, um, you know, as you're now taking on this challenge of owning your business, what are some things that people may not understand or may not know about what you do day to day that you would love them to understand or at least uh, respect and appreciate? Oh, goodness. Um Really just want people to know, um, so obviously custom wedding stationery isn't for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's like a luxury service, 
but I want people to know that it doesn't have to feel like a luxury service. Like it doesn't have, like if you want custom wedding stationery and paper is important to you, like if you're the type of person that likes how things feel mm-hmm. and how things look and like the weight of paper and, you know, you want your wedding invitations to kind of tell your story more than just, oh, that's just an invitation. Like it's not important to me, which some people it's not important to them. But if that's important to you, like I want you to reach out to me, like I will work with you because I think it's so much fun. And I think everyone should have that, you know, I I mean, from speaking from our experience, I think we had a marvelous time getting to know you and the approach of how this would even start or even finish out because we had no idea going in. I mean, nobody knows what they really want to begin with when it comes to a wedding. So as we kind of you know, started to talk about it and and just go through the process. I think it was fun for us to kind of have someone who had the ability to communicate with us on a on a face to face level and be like, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. <laughs> you are going to be just fine. And you know, the process itself, you know, was fun for us. Good. That's so good to hear because that's what I want. I want people to have a good time you know it should be something that's fun yeah it's fun and easy too because the way that you do it is through the internet and we've been able to like look on our own time on our email and then you know kind of uh give you create like basic like this is what we want corrected format and it was totally easy and on our own time and yeah you were convenient uh, yeah convenient Mm -hmm. you were available to a lot and you communicated just fine it was overall like a very enjoyable experience, I have to say. Thank you. So, um, that's so good to hear. So if anyone's listening, like, honestly, <laughs> it was, you know, I I am the kind of person design-wise that is someone a little bit stickler. And I wanted someone who could at least follow me and, and, and approach us in a very fun and lighthearted manner, but also be serious about how we, you know, want these to be formatted. Yeah. So it was, again, I think for someone who's done it for the first time, and never knew what the process was, that it was easy for us to kind of make that, make it. So, and ours came out, I think, I mean, every single person who, yeah, every person who's seen it or saw it, it was like, I want to keep these and we, oh, yay. We, but it was, it was the issue of like, we're waiting for invites or RSVPs and yeah. none of them. They're, they're, to <laughs> they're too pretty to send back. Well, we kind of need them yeah. to get a head count. So, but I mean, again, it's like, it was, you take what you can get. So it's yeah. like, it was fun for us to see everyone enjoy it so much and love it. That's and, such a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. For you, you know, where do you think that you're, passion for this came from um so growing up I was raised in a pretty creative family my dad is an art teacher or was he's retired now um and my mom's also a really creative person she's a teacher too not an art teacher but um what teacher uh, sixth grade oh nice yeah so just growing up we always were doing things we were always like yeah well I say we I I more so than my brother. He was much more into like sports and that stuff, but he's still a really creative person. But like we just were always coloring and drawing and I just had a really big imagination and my parents really fostered that. Yeah. And so I think it was only natural that I would grow up and do something creative. 
unfortunately, I didn't realize that until I was like well into my 20s. So when I was like 18 <laughs> going off to ASU, I had no idea what I was going to do with my life. Yeah. Um, and I really took like the first two years of college and just it was like, you know, process of elimination. Like I was just taking classes and like, nope, not going to be an anthropologist, not <laughs> nope. going to be a botanist. Like, nope, it was no just to like that. checking no the to that one. <laughs> And so it, it really, like, looking back, it's like, obviously, I'm going to do something creative. But at the time, it, like, there was just a disconnect. It was almost like I didn't realize that I could, do like, make a living being yeah. creative. So it, it really took some time for me to find design and to figure it out. But once I found it, I was like, yes, this yeah. is it. <laughs> I think that's a lot of the crux of, you know, creativity. is like you want to be an artist and you want to, you know, do the things that you get inspired from. Yeah. And it's like, again, a lot of people harp on you know, are you going to be able to make a business out of this? Yeah, exactly. Are you going to be able to, uh, you know, provide for yourself? That yeah. sort of thing. And that's a, that's a hard thing for someone in their eight, you know, early 20s, 18, 19 yeah. years old to like figure out right off totally. the bat. <laughs> and I, I had friends who knew and like they went to college for something specific and went to a specific college because it mm -hmm. had that program and they, you know, yeah. graduated early and had their careers. And I was just, Oh, trust like, me. I, I've met those A types. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was not me. Yeah. I was just wandering around ASU. Like, just bright eyes. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, I, when I went to ASU, I was just, you know, the same way I grew up on the res. So I didn't know very many people and, yeah. and you know, grew, going from a little small town to big city on top of one of the largest universities in the u.s it's just like you get thrown into it yeah. really fast and so i had to like you when you're starting your you know going into that job i had to learn really quickly because back out where i lived there wasn't you know an architecture school an architecture class there wasn't yeah. any kind of drafting there really wasn't anything i just knew architecture and landscape architecture were a thing and i wanted to pursue it somewhat uh, be interested by it because i've always loved buildings i've always loved legos mm -hmm. and i've wanted to see what it was about so i went into it with open heart open mind and it was very very fun for me to kind of be thrown into the deep end yeah. really quickly so i'm the same way as you i i i do okay under pressure it's just it takes a while for me to you know really get into it yeah i i say that i do well under pressure but i but i I don't do all yeah. You just kind of, like you said, you have to put your head down and just kind of go. Yeah. Like my, like for the outside, I look like I'm doing well, but on the inside, like I'm You're just, panicking. Yeah, yeah. Full panic mode. I totally get it. Um, is there, for you, is there a way for you to kind of de-stress and get away from it all? Or is there something that you do on a constant basis to kind of um, downshift back into neutral? Uh, so... I've, like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty big introvert. So I just like to spend a lot of time on my own, like reading, yeah, or just sure. like watching TV, like nothing. I don't have any like really cool hobbies or anything. No, not to worry. Just like it's the just basic, just chill relax. out, watch yeah. a movie. <laughs> yeah. and this weather must be perfect for that because like it's yes. raining right now, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just like one of those moments where you just want to put on a yeah. movie and, and, and snuggle mm -hmm. up under a blanket. Especially being born and raised here. Like rainy days are yes, yeah, very few, far, far between. Yes. I definitely know that. Um, is there anything big for you as a graphic designer that you've kind of wanted to approach or, I don't know, maybe participate in? Because I know there's a lot of graphic 
people here in the community and in the area. I know that for us, we've been a part of Design Week. I don't know yeah. if you've ever... Um, uh, I attended a few years ago. I didn't okay. attend this past year um, because I was having a baby and was yeah, just, totally my schedule <laughs> was crazy. But um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed Design Week. And yeah. in the future, I would like to get back in, yeah. into going to things like that and going to more of the community events and mm-hmm. um, connecting with other designers. I think that's something that I'm really missing is I don't have like a, a really close um, connection with a lot of designers. So sometimes people will ask me for work and my schedule is booked and they're like, well, can you refer me to someone? And I'm like, oh, uh." (laughs) you know, and that's the other thing about it too, is like we, I'm always constantly asking about communities and community leaders and things like that. Because to me, I think that there does need to be someone who's reaching out to like yourself, business owners, smaller business owners who are just starting out. And I think local first does a really good job about Mm -hmm. that, but there are other very specific realms and specific areas that I feel like lack that leadership or lack that community advisor that was, you know, could be able to give you that approach. Or like, here, here's three people. Go have coffee with them. Yeah. They're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's to me, like, I wish there was more of that because then I would be able to go to them and be like, hey, I'm doing an episode on these this individual. Can you refer three other people so I can have you know, just a different spectrum right. of like, you right. know, these talented individuals in this mm-hmm. area. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it always, it always intrigues me to see what each community has as far as a hierarchy or as a, you know, overall group. Yeah. And I do think that Phoenix has a really great creative community, mm-hmm. like just across the board. I think we have some really talented people here. Me too. I would just like to get more connected with I would love to introduce you to um, Corey Miller. I don't know if you know him. I've heard the name. Yeah, he does a lot of great work, and he's done an episode with us. He's a really great guy. Um, I met him, you know, multiple times, and just his overall, like, he's like you. He's he's an introverted graphic designer, Uh and, you know, he's a little bit quiet, but he's also very friendly and nice, and um, he's definitely one of those individuals who, you know, his art speaks more than you know than he, he would does. like to like because yeah. he's just like oh. <laughs> he's like he's always down to be helpful and he's just very he's very quiet you know i love it because i'm the loud one let me be the loud yeah. let me be the microphone <laughs> for you and so it's like i'm always shouting him out i'm always saying like keep going man keep going this is great stuff and he just kills it and knocks it out of the park every time i see him post something on instagram it's just like dude how do you do that <laughs> nice. so yeah definitely i would love to introduce you to him because i think just being able to start something and being able to, you know, find another individual who does what you do is very hard and few and far between. But it's also it gives you a realm of, you know, one day you might need something. One day something's out of your reach. And yeah, like you exactly. said, someone would, you know, ask for a referral. Mm-hmm. This would be a great person to send them to. So. Yeah, because right now I'm like, yeah, I can refer you, but no one's local. So it's like, <laughs> they're like, why are you referring me to a no. stationary designer in South Carolina? Yeah. I'm like, well, she's great. <laughs> <laughs> she's the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're Instagram friends. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, is there anyone that you that you draw inspiration from or that you um, kind of, is there any sort of uh, mentor for you? Um. So there's a lot of like stationary designers um, across the nation that I follow on Instagram. Um, 
not any one in particular, but just kind of as a whole, like my Instagram is like filled with other designers and, um, I just like to, it's so like cliche, but I like to just like live in Pinterest, like just go and (laughs) get inspiration. Um, You're speaking Brittany's language over here. (laughs) I, yeah, I have a problem with it, but, um, yeah, just, I feel like I pull inspiration from movies, from Mm -hmm. books, from friends, like not necessarily from any specific people, but just like I'm constantly taking everything in and I'm finding it in just the most random places. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Brittany's here right now because we do have a section of our podcast called Brittany's Big Question. Ah, Brittany to Brittany. Yeah, Brittany to Brittany. Today is a special segment we call it Brittany to Brittany. (laughs) I love it. I got two for you. Oh, no. I got a business and a pleasure. Which okay. one do you want first? Let's start with business. The business yeah. first. Getting down to business. Okay. <laughs> so um, have you chatted about your designs that you're taking to totes and T-shirts and that fun stuff? You're doing some apparel, aren't you? Um, thinking about no, it? I had just done it for a client. She reached oh, out. She okay. was making T-shirts, so she had me do some quotes for her. You did uh, phenomenal. Thank you. I thought you were selling those on like <laughs> no, Etsy or something. No, she might be selling them, but yeah, she just wanted to have okay. some custom quotes done with the intention of putting them on apparel. So that's an idea so though good. that I could do. <laughs> yeah. So what, do you have any other businessy plans to other than paper, like um, taking it to... I feel signs? like every time that I try and plan out my life, it... It's like a joke. So so all the things that I feel like I want to do, I'm like, who knows where I'm going to be in five or ten years. Like, I'll probably look back and laugh. But, um, yeah, I have some ideas and nothing really, like, in the works right Right. now. Um, Like I said, still just trying to figure out how to be a mom and work. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, down the road, I want to maybe get into some products. I really want to, this is like embarrassing, but I really want to start a YouTube channel. That's fine. Which no, is do so it. weird because I'm so shy and quiet. But like, <laughs> do it. I you just, should. I like love watching YouTubers mm-hmm. and I just feel like there's something missing in the design world. Like there's not yeah. that many designers on YouTube. There's some. Yeah. But I feel like especially like a wedding stationary designer, like there's oh, just yeah. this huge yeah. gap in the market where I'm like, let me show you yeah. how I feel I, I, how I feel I like invitation. that's because most of them are like you that they're introverted yeah. ones that like <laughs> don't really like I want to do it but I don't want yeah, to do it. But I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even if it's just time lapse just watching what you do. Yeah, exactly. Fascinating. Yeah. So just that's something that I think you should yes, do it because yes. thank you yes, yes, yeah yes, yes. 100% I'll watch, I'll watch it too because yeah. honestly like you know as a designer too that would be up my alley like yeah I, I I find it very hard sometimes to find certain graphic designers interesting to watch on YouTube for a good yeah. period of time because again it's it's one part yeah it's like you you already know some of the illustrator stuff. So it's like, you know, I was like, oh, man, I should. Yeah, that's one way of going about. It. So you start to like talk to yourself and yeah. you're like watching them. And I definitely agree. It's like there needs to be more. Mm-hmm. There needs to be more yeah. people that have different voices, different outlets, different ways of approaching it. Exactly. I think so. Yeah. You're totally on. And now. Yes, please. Pleasure. Pleasure question. Pleasure. All right. Well. We are newlyweds, yes. so I'm hoping you can give us maybe some marital advice <laughs> or 
how you're kind of balancing this entre- today's National Entrepreneur Day. Is it, it really? is? So, yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> what a great day to be on a so podcast. How, exactly. Uh, beautiful. It's totally serendipitous. Yeah. <laughs> So entrepreneurial, marital. Um, you know what no I pressure. will say is, yeah, um, I've only been married, what, two years now? But I will say, really, I don't know if you guys are planning on having kids, but if you are, just really try and enjoy this time before you have them because they are going to come and change everything. Mm-hmm. And it's changing for the better, but it's also like you're going to yeah. miss just you two a little bit. You're going to miss like Aww. being spontaneous and being able to just like, hey, let's go out to dinner. And we're like, well, we can't because we got a sleeping baby in the other room. Um, That's for sure. But yeah, just like really kind of don't take each other for granted because Mm -hmm. um, what you have is really special as newlyweds and it doesn't last very long. Even without kids, I feel like Mm -hmm. you eventually get out of that newlywed state and and just really soak it in absolutely Mm -hmm. thank you Brittany. i I really do enjoy that that was a nice one i thank you so much i thank you Brittany, my beautiful bride (laughs) um yeah we just came back from our honeymoon in in mexico city i watched your vlog oh thank you i really enjoyed it see if we can do it (laughs) if we can do it you can do it for sure so don't even we're we're amateurs like literally you saw it's like it was episode five and we're like no i thought it was great like i was very into it yeah i appreciate it um you know as we approach further further along and i feel like i get i get to know you a little bit more but i want to know more about your family what does your husband do how is he like how does he support you and how does he keep you know keep you motivated and keep you you know the way that you are yeah sure so my husband's name is matt shout out to matt shout out matt what's up buddy (laughs) he works in real estate and um, yeah so it's a lot of fun um, I could never be a realtor. Like, shout out to all the realtors out <laughs> yeah. there because it's a hard job. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does really great at it. And overall, like, he's always been so supportive of me. And um, he must be outgoing to be a, a realtor. Like, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's very outgoing. He's definitely not. He doesn't have my personality. <laughs> he has the opposites okay. attract, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, yeah, he. <laughs> Doesn't have a filter sometimes. Oh, <laughs> man, you should have brought him. I would have yeah. loved to have him on the episode. You know, yeah. and as I as I as I start to do this more and more, I'm just like, I'm, I seriously, I think I'm going to start making people bring their spouses in because I think <laughs> to me, that's the best moment is the moment of like, even if they're opposite, even if they're the same, just seeing the the vulnerability and the, yeah. the humor between two people who have decided to accept each other into each yeah. other's lives, I think is the best moment because it just really just shows right through, shines right through to the point of like, you guys are in love, you guys are happy. And yeah. I think that's the best moments. Um, I also think you get like a, the full picture when you have yes. someone's partner there because they're yes. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Like earlier you said something about level-headed and I was like, oh man, my husband would be laughing. Like, so I think just it helps be snickering to kind of, in the side. Yeah. <laughs> like, that ain't her. <laughs> it just helps to give like, to keep everything real, like yeah, to call each absolutely. other out on things. And, and you know what? And all, it really does, I think that it really shows um, also your overall, like your home life. You know, what yeah. you what you bring to the table when you're at home as well, because, you know, to have someone who's just there constantly, at, you know, with you and growing with you at mm-hmm. what is is amazing. And, you know, they see a lot of your ups and downs. And, you know, at the end of the oh, day, yeah. they're the ones who, you know, will will be there. And so yeah. I think 
mm-hmm. having the two of that like it's it's basically i get one half of the brain which is you know the important half the one that i want to focus on on the business but yeah. the fun half of the brain is like they're just like snickering to the side i think it's hilarious because it's like your your consciousness just sitting there just like uh-huh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i think you should totally do that yeah even earlier i was telling my husband like oh i have this podcast i'm kind of nervous and he was like don't be nervous do you want me to go with you and i was like no no because <laughs> no. i'll be even more nervous yeah. <laughs> i love it uh do you think that he's um do you think that he gets like some level of creativity from you and whenever you're working yeah, yeah. he is actually really creative like it's so funny because we so we bought a house and yeah he's like taken to interior design like he loves nice. it and so he's like it's it's not just like me picking things out it's like yeah. totally a collaboration and he yeah. actually has really good taste and I'm i mean always, he like, sees yeah interiors like 24 like, 7 i'm always likes... joking with him like oh i've taught you well over the years but really like he just has a really good eye oh, for things good. and he enjoys it and that helps you out in the end totally, too because you're not yeah. worried about what he's gonna pick out yeah if you, like this the bathroom is all yours you design it yeah. and it'll be okay we're actually redoing our whole bathroom right now nice. we just oh. demoed it and so wow. we're like picking to out the studs yeah nice. him and my dad just like took to it on veterans day on monday <laughs> it was like nice. come over and just destroy our bathroom wow. so we don't know what we're putting back in there but um, you, oh man we just yeah. got told we just told got told our um one of the kitchen pipes collapsed oh in the, no the water line and so yeah we're kind of we're, we're in the same boat where yeah. it's like construction mode but we're just like at this point, we only know that it's collapsed, so we're just debating on whether or not we want to, what time we want to remove the whole thing yeah. out, and so that's just on our minds constantly. Yeah, home ownership. Home ownership, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you, you never, no, no one ever told me, it's like, uh, well, they did tell me, there's like, it's the, it's the best and most expensive thing of your life. Exactly. And, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so true. It basically is, it's a cost me an arm and a leg i can't even <laughs> both of us an arm and a leg and i just it, it boggles my mind of like man this house this house if it could speak oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and actually the house i'm living in was my parent or my husband's parents house oh yeah so, that's right you told us <laughs> yeah so, when we when we first met you it was your parent like, you told us that you guys bought it yeah from, from them. his parents yeah mm-hmm. so was, that house yeah if that house could talk because it's seen yeah. my husband grow up his whole life and oh man and which I, I think is really cool for him and how special of a moment was that to have his dad was it you, his dad or your dad um it was my dad that came into the demo oh, okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so how like i'm I'm curious like would will they come back and, and yeah see they it? actually came um they came to see the baby uh. <laughs> and so they stayed with us and so yeah they were like oh my gosh like every room they're like look what you did and yeah. some of it was like look what you did <laughs> but, Whoa. Yeah, because it is completely different but yeah yeah but they're I, super nice about it and i think they're really happy think, that we've kept the yeah. house and the family and yep. i think I that's, think that's really what's special. most important to them is them having the your son and your daughter-in-law to have the home that yeah. you grew up in and and at least them appreciating it and loving it like they loved it yeah 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 and we do we love that house so yeah. much i bet i mean it's just i love i love family connection i love when it's yeah. got meaning to it because that to me is 
probably the most important thing than anything else. Yeah. Is, yeah family and legacy. Just like it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It'll definitely be cool to tell our daughter like, oh, your grandma and grandpa used to live here and yeah. this was your aunt's room. And yeah. Yeah. Like it's still funny to me. I'm like, which was your bedroom? Like, <laughs> like in his, I think his room was the nursery now. Wow. The room, but I don't know. But it's just funny. Like <laughs> I forget all the time and then I'm like, oh yeah, this is your room. If, uh, my brother went back to our childhood home a couple of years back like three or four and it's you know it's changed but it's like the front entrance still looks the same yeah. way it did when we were growing up and yeah. i was just like wow that house man it was a corner house and i was just like man i i can't imagine living in there anymore yeah it's just it blows my mind <laughs> it's like literally in this alleyway like it's it was one of the most it was an old home, but it was probably the thing that I will remember most of all growing up in that little house. And, yeah. And just, yeah, it was. Did he ever have the height check mark thing? Because um, I was curious, like maybe if him. If he did, and, we painted over. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, it'd be nice to see, you know, your daughter and yeah. his next to one another. Yeah, and no, like, not that I know of. I don't okay. think that he did. That's fine. Yeah. No, no, no. It's definitely like it's. It just depends on the family. I know uh-huh. some families do it and some families don't, but it'd be cool to kind of see them next to yeah, one another. Yeah, we it'd actually cool. have, uh, my aunt got us like a big ruler that you hang nice. on the wall, so we'll be able to mark her. Beautiful. Yeah, her height as I she gets it. older. Oh, um, she's just feel, she's just surrounded by love and, and caring people around her. Yeah, so she I, certainly She's is. in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're reaching the end here, so I wanna I wanna ask you one last question. And one of the last questions that we always ask everyone are, what are some hefty goals that we can put down into vocal universe and oh, make it man. happen? So if you have something that you're either at the end of the year or a end of two years, let's let's put it down on and make it happen. I wanna, especially for you, because you're someone that you know we've already worked with and we've mm-hmm. you know we understand and love what you do. It, we want you to succeed. So I've always felt like having something that keeps, gives you purpose and keeps you on task and gives you momentum. Yeah. This is the time to do it. So honestly, I just want to still be working for myself. Like it's only been six months and I'm going strong. Like I'm doing better than I expected, which is crazy to say. So I just want to keep that trajectory going and I love it. And I'm, oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Hit the cord. Don't worry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, maybe the YouTube thing will, will we'll get slowly going. Slowly and yeah. Then. Hey, let us know because <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got Yay. two subscribers, and then on top I'm of that, I'm gonna hold you to that. You <laughs> also have people who know how to do it, so it's like I'd be happy to show you what I do to edit mine and how I go yeah. about it, and so yeah. Because that is kind of like the obstacles. It's like, well, it's like super easy to take some videos, but then what do I do with them? Like that's the part yeah. where it's like, oh, I'd have to sit down and edit the yeah. video. <laughs> it's learning another Adobe program. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one that you stay away from right. all the time as a design like for me too it's like i was like illustrator photoshop and indesign uh-huh. and i'm good that's all i need exactly adobe. and then adobe goes nope <laughs> gonna learn some editing right <laughs> with all my spare time yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and with the way that it renders and you know like you've seen people like ache over video renderings yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that it's just it's it constantly is that it's like it's like do i want to render right now and wait an hour and a half for it to be completed and to see one mistake and then have to redo yeah. it all over oh. again. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, I. I don't <laughs> envy most. Like I get it now. I'm totally getting it now. And uh, yeah, so it's if we could help you out with anything, I want you to know that we're here and that um, we'll, thank you. You know, we want to be there for you as well. And so yeah, I don't. I don't anticipate, or I don't unanticipate you starting the YouTube video and. <laughs> Maybe we, Finding Arizona and Design Squeeze can do something together. Again. Yeah, a collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're reaching the end. So this is your chance to tell everyone where they can find you online and that new YouTube channel that might be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you can find me at designsqueeze.com or at, on Instagram at Design Squeeze. Awesome. That's real. I'm very glad that it's so easy. <laughs> like, yeah. Because we get some people in here that are like, yeah, we have this and it's like spelled this way. I'm like, Dang, <laughs> no, gotta make it easier. Just design squeeze. <laughs> design squeeze, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, before we go, you can hear every episode of our podcast at findingarizonapodcast.com. We have two things for you to sign up. That is the newsletter and the blog. The blog is more of the personal touch of Brittany and I and what's going on in our lives. The newsletter will tell you what's going on in the community and uh, officially what's going on on the podcast. Uh, please sign up for that because Brittany works her butt off for that. Last but not least, we do have a way for you guys to support us and become a super fan it is called patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast there you can sign up for one of the tiers and we have something special for you every time that you guys um, sign up there is something called fine examination 50 questions of you know just rapid fire fun questions that we ask every guest and Brittany here is gonna step up to the plate and take uh ah. take it next so join us over there finding arizona podcast.com slash finding arizona patreon dot com slash finding arizona podcast i will get it down someday guys but until then we love you we we hope you will join us on the next one good night y'all